0: Welcome to the Aerospace Executive Podcast, featuring in-depth conversations with executives, leaders, influencers, and journalists in this dynamic, high-stakes industry. Hosted by Craig Pickett, founder of North Star Group, the boutique executive search firm for the aerospace industry. You'll learn how top aerospace executives are developing their people, competing for talent overcoming challenges, and adjusting to industry trends to drive growth and profits. And now, let's join your host, Greg Pickett. So hey, welcome back uh, to the Aerospace Executive Podcast. Um, I'm thrilled to have Michael Allen Tate uh, with me. Michael is uh, the CEO of Same Page Consulting. He is an author, just wrote a great book called uh, The White Shirt find your peaceful uh, life and giving career at any stage um in fact i uh i read it twice and i've uh, I, I passed it on to uh someone i know well um who can use it it's uh, if anybody's thinking about a career change or just trying to figure out where to go next in life it's <clears throat> great to pick up um mike mike works with a with a host of companies and people and and helps them uh define their career and define their succession plans and uh, many other things. So, Mike, uh, thanks for coming on today. Thrilled to thrilled to have you.
1: Thank you, Craig. I really appreciate being here.
0: We talk about you know, look, everybody, you know, and, and today it's it's really you know, it's it's. I talk to people all day long, mm-hmm. and they're always asking me where do I go. Yeah. And My my answer back, my answer to them is well, you know, where do you where do you want? Yeah, I kind of just throw it back to them. Say where do you, where do you want to go? Right. Um, what do you think? And I'm not sure that's the best. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure that's the best question for him. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, you know, what are the challenges? Talk about the challenges they face and sure. how to overcome them when either life life gets in the way or a career change is needed.
1: Yeah, well, like you said, Craig, there's uh, one of my favorite quotes, this is from Alfred E. Newman of Mad Magazine, who said, most people don't know what they want, but they're pretty sure they don't have it. And uh, that's, that's where most of us are. You know, so, but, you know, tasting a career change, you're really knowing what you want, because people do say, I, uh, you say, what do you want? They say, I really don't know. I just want something different. So in the book, uh, and with anybody I work with, there's kind of three questions you have to answer in in this order. And the first is, who am I? Like, you know, what are my skills and interests and abilities? And then uh, uh, what is my place in the world? And what, you know, what's your next move and where that, that place is? And the last question is, how do I find it? And most people start with, how do I find it first? You know, they start putting resumes out and sending them out and wondering why they're getting disappointed and frustrated and depressed. And it's simply because they chose chosen the worst way to find a job. And uh, I talk about the best way to find it, which is actually putting together a career plan, a one page plan and sharing it with people and asking for their advice. A little bit different twist on networking.
0: Yeah. So. And that's a great that yeah, that's actually a great you know great way to start. It's interesting you, you say that. Um as I was telling you before we hit record here, a young student yeah. that I mentor over in North Carolina, Wilmington, was he was kind of in the same boat. He said, you know, I want to be in construction, or I think I want to be in construction. Right. And so he started reaching out to some of the general contractors locally and saying, hey, tell me about what you do. How did you get there? All right. And sure enough, one of, them, one of them was impressed. They hired him. Yeah. It's a good strategy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, kind of the essence of my work and in, in, in the book too is uh, ask for a job and you'll get advice. Ask for advice and you'll find a career. And I mean, he, and he proved it by what he did. And just having that kind of approach uh, is really the, the key to kind of the key to life. Even if you're with a company, because years ago I was working with a large consulting firm, and I got real frustrated and. Yeah, I was there for four or five years and I was working with all these consultants, kind of managing lots of big projects. I didn't like doing that. So um, I wrote a plan about what I wanted, kind of what I do now, and I wrote a plan about this is the kind of place I want to work and what I'll be doing. And and I didn't even share it with anyone except a buddy of mine who was outside the company. But within three months, the whole organization shifted and they created that position that I had written down on my, my paper. And so I hear a lot of people who say, yes, I just want to leave and I need to go somewhere else. But sometimes the place you're working is the right fit for you. You just haven't really getting clear on what you want, no matter where you are. What are the elements of that world that's going to make you feel most alive? And uh, so that's kind of the key to all this is getting real intentional about what you want. And, you know, a, a plan, uh, a plan and, uh, is an amazing thing. And uh, writing that down, it's like if you're going to start a business, would you start with a brochure or would you start with a plan? I think the plan might be a good way to start. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, hey, look, you know, when people are asking me, you know, a lot of transitioning military officers. Me,
1: yeah. Uh-huh.
0: I'm always happy to have the chat. You know, young students, and they're like, you know, where should I go or what should I do? And, I, you know, like I said, I don't know if, if my answer is the right one, but you know, the one thing I always challenge them to do is say, Hey, look, if you were to take a step back Mm -hmm. and say, what's kind of my dream job? I mean, you know, not, I want to be a CEO or I want to be a program manager or whatever else, you know, what would the thing that you think would be really cool in life? What's the thing you think would be really cool in life?
1: Yeah. I think that's kind of a good start. It is. It is. And, uh, now, and I uh, I think it's a great place. And a lot of people have that in them. They just never been asked the question. And you did. And that's, you know, the right question it will get you usually in the right direction. But sometimes they don't, you know, they still get stuck. And I have people do a, if you read the book, you know, a family career tree, uh, which is drawing out all the careers in your family, because we have kind of a career DNA that's in us from some of our, our past. I believe that's true. Our, we never get over our parents. You know, our parents affect our career more than anything, but our parents and our peers, uh, you know, one of the worst things, to, you know, so the that family career tree, I used it a lot. I worked with a lot of kids in college who were trying to figure that stuff out and I'd have them do it. And I worked with this guy who was 65 and he re, he was retiring and he was in a nonprofit and he uh, didn't know what to do. And so we did his tree, and we found out there were five or six people that were in banking in his background. So now he's uh, taking this public relations experience. Now he's a public relations guy in a bank. But he had never really thought about it. It's just sometimes, as the old saying goes, the ox you're looking for, you're sitting right on top of. So that whole idea of just sketching out, all of a sudden you'll see a connection, and it sometimes leads somewhere. So anyway,
0: so say someone's sitting in their cube and they're bored and they're looking outside saying, you know, I want something different. I just wish I know what it was. Right. How do they start to, how do they start to put that plan together? What's the, what's the first couple steps?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, the first, uh, first step is I would say do the family career tree first. I mean, that may sound silly, but it's, pretty amazing what it opens up just to give you some ideas of possibilities you, you have never really thought about that'd be the first thing i'd say to do. the second would be to you know write down a list of the the skills that you love the things you love to do that you you know if you had time on your hands would you be writing would you be building would you be speaking you know, if you were just sitting there by yourself you could use your time anyway what what were those things you'd love to do and then what are uh and then what are your values you know if you go on my website i have this exercise called a va- career values exercise and uh knowing what you really value in your career is important there's like 50 or 60 things to choose from there to come up to say you know in a career I, what is it that i value in my career is it stability is it adventure is it risk what are those what are those things that make me alive and then uh <clears throat> And then the, the second thing I would tell someone to do is just uh, write down uh, the topics that they're interested in. It's like when you turn it in a newspaper, not in a newspaper anymore, but you're, you're going online and looking at things. What are you reading about? Those Because interests tell us industries. Like, you know, you, you obviously you love the aerospace industry, that kind of language. And... Uh, uh, People often ask me, should I follow my heart when I'm looking for my career? And I'd say, no, follow your ears. The language you love to be around, uh, it that gives you energy to be around it. And uh, so just thinking about what is it, what are those languages I like being around, that kind of tells you the industry and then your skills tells you the kind of position you might have. And then, uh, then the next step after you do that is to create a, a plan uh, whether you're going anywhere or not, that says here's my uh, here's geographically where I'd like to live. Here's the type of organization I like to work in, size wise. You know, I, here's the culture of that organization. What would it look like? Then list down the problems you like to solve. You know, the other side of the plan on a little paper. Do some research and find five or six companies that fit or a place you might like to work, do some research, and take that piece of paper and go share it with three or four people that you know and ask them what they think about your plan. And that will get you going one way or the other. It will get you going forward because what happens so many times, people, you know, they have these ideas, but they don't take a bold step. That's, you know, once you have a plan or a semblance of a sketched out plan, you can go to my website and see all kinds of samples of plans But just taking a step, you know, momentum is a wonderful thing. And once you take a step, then providence sets in and things start to happen. So have a plan in your hand. And I actually worked with a guy one time uh, years ago. I think I told you, Craig, I used to work in corporate outplacement. And I worked with Mm -hmm. CEOs and VPs that were let go during during those times. And I had a guy who... uh, (laughs) Wrote down, he, he, All he carried with him in his job search was an index card with a list of five companies he wanted to work for in his pocket. And he would sit down, and people would say, what do you do? He said, well, I'm looking, and here, you probably don't know anybody that's hiring. You, never, you probably don't know anybody, any but jobs out there, but here's some companies I've I'm, I'm been thinking about. And he was sitting at a tire, get his, he was getting his tires done. Uh, repaired or something one day and you're sitting there a lady was sitting next to him and they had a started a conversation. He pulls, she says, what are you doing?" he said, well, I'm looking and he pulls the card out and guess what? She said, Oh, my husband's the CEO of that company. He had a job in two weeks. So, you know, it's all the wow. more, a job search. The more informal your job search, the quicker it happens, the more formal it is, the longer it takes. Uh, you know there is no job hunting system out there. It's all a mirage. There's not a, you know. There, indeed, put your resume on Indeed and go to sleep and wake up with five job offers the next morning. I don't think so. <laughs> so
0: yeah. Uh, you no. Know that, look. I hear, <laughs> yeah, we've all heard the horror stories of people. Yeah. I've sent out five hundred resumes and haven't gotten uh-huh. one response. And you know, look. You know, I get blind. Nothing's scares me worse than a a blind resume from out of the blue. So I'm I'm just, you know, I'm out out looking for a job. Right. Um, you know, can you help me? I'm like, well, you know, probably, you know, probably not. Maybe, I don't know. Who are you? Um, you know, those scare me the worst, but when when someone comes up and says, Hey, I'm looking for, I'm looking for something that it, you know, that, that, that looks like this yeah here's my background and my skills can you you know can you help me yeah maybe you know we're getting warmer yeah you know, if nothing else i can guide you to somebody if it's not me i can guide you to somebody who's probably a little closer to the, yeah. the target
1: so, yeah so, just you know, step you know. step that way yeah wow. so
0: you, you were in career outplacement mm-hmm. you've seen a lot of people who've gotten laid off people who've gotten yeah. fired mm-hmm. um you know when you know when should people be focusing on a career transition, you know, be it to the next, next step, next company. Yeah. I'm a big believer Mm -hmm. in always be having conversations and networking because you never,
1: you never know. Yeah.
0: You never know what's out there. Yeah. uh, You never know what's going to happen to your company.
1: Oh, that's for sure. I mean, just one decision on a boardroom, your company can be gone. So, uh, yeah i i I look back at my life and I tend to change even even in my career of what I'm doing now. About every four to five years, I make a pretty major shift in the work I do and I think we all have a, a rhythm in us of when we're I call it like a I call it the doom loop. you know it's your you start a career and I use these four quadrants and you got quadrant one on the left hand side. You're excited about your career quadrant two. You're satisfied quadrant three. You start to get bored, and quadrant four is when you're. Uh, they, we know the last words of a dying career. I've always done it that way. You know, you kind of retired, but you forgot to leave. All people go through that loop, and there's a time when you get this sense in you that you need to make a move. And it'll usually be two or three years into a new position or a new career where you need to start thinking about how am I going? How am I going to shift? For, you know, to um, to get a little more satisfaction or more excitement or whatever that, but just know you're going to feel that way. But I say every two to three years, I, I tell everyone, they should go out and interview at least once every couple of years, just to do that, just to have an interview, see what the job market looks like and that sort of thing. But, you know, uh, but the, you know, you asked me too, around all that, what's one of the other things that people do that keep them, from moving to another job, because we know 85% of people say they'd like to move out of their jobs, it's because they try to do it alone. Uh, in my little book I wrote, it's the only career book ever written to be done, actually worked with with a friend, and uh, because there's nothing as lonely as working, going to a job searching, and getting, or looking, you know, hearing no several times and having nobody there to, to pick you up, you know, as Ecclesiastes said, Two are better than one because if one falls down, there'll be someone there to pick you up. So uh, get some, find a friend who's because we're 85% of the people up there are dissatisfied with their jobs out in the world. I think you can find someone who might be in the same boat as you and just, yep. and, and get something, you know, my, not, it's not my book. And there's lots of good books out there, but get a career book and go through it together. And that's, that would that is the most important thing of anything I do is getting people together to help each other through during making these decisions and getting advice and kind of staying on track. Yeah. You know, you know that's yeah, it is that's simple. Yeah. But
0: I got a note from a guy the other day. He'd Been laid off. He just got laid off. You know, it's uh-huh. a Gulfstream aircraft You know, company yeah. had your company took out a whole layer of people. I mean, it literally, they just took out a whole layer of people. And this guy had been in his job for 27 years. Yeah. He made, you know, and, and he'd been with the company 27 years and he made kind of been at that, you know, level. Yeah. And his quote to me was, I'd been thinking about looking for a new job in the next 18 to 24 months, but this is just a catalyst, you know? Yeah. Now it's yeah. You know, Well, yeah, it's, it's more than a catalyst. It's kind of like, <laughs> Hey, you no. Know? Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe it's just, maybe it's just my own. Yeah. You know, it sounds like you and I are a little bit geared alike. I'm always, you know, thinking about what's next and maybe that's mm-hmm. to my detriment, but I go a year or two and I'm like, all right, I yeah. take this thing one more, one more level. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the next best thing? What, you know, what do I do? What do I do different and better just to make it exciting? Yeah. I suspect if you're saying, you know, the next 18 to 24, I'm going to find a new job. You know, why, why aren't you just doing it now?
1: right yeah Uh, yeah go ahead and and take it because that's what i have people say i'm gonna i'm gonna move in a couple years and i went so what if you if somebody you know i always use somebody put a gun to your head and you had to find a job in six months what would you be doing right now but just staying out there talking with people and uh but have it you know instead of uh you know there's a lot of networking that goes on someone comes in to like to, to see me and I'm like, you will say, so what are you looking for? They don't really know. Now, I'm a career counselor, so I could help them, but most people you go see aren't career counselors. And if you go to them and say, I'm not really sure what I want, uh, they're looking at you like, I'm not a career counselor. You know, give me some help. So that's why just having jotted down even a list of organizations you might like to to, to work with and just say, you know, I'm, I'm going to be changing. So if you're in a job right now, I'd put together a list of for those things I would never send a resume out, a list of companies, a list of the things you enjoy doing, and just go out and share it with people and say, you know, I'm a, I'm going to change jobs probably in a couple of years. I'd like, I, would you look at my plan here and tell me what you think? And, you know, because and, and we know that you and I both know that 8% of the jobs are never posted. They're filled. Right. They're filled through this network of people that you know and most of them aren't even jobs that exist i just work with a guy who's 66 years old he uh he lost his company and um he's kind of having to start over and he went out trying to find it he's a cpa trying to find a job with some some firms and other places around sending resumes going to linkedin went to some recruiters couldn't find anything i kept saying the job you're looking for is not there. There's just a problem out there. And if you walk in and talk to enough people and you have a solution on this piece of paper, you're going to find a job. It took him, and last week he called, and he said, you'll never believe it. A friend of mine told me to go see this guy in this CPA firm, and I went and talked to him. He, he, they don't have any openings, but one guy's going to be retiring in a couple of years, so they're going ahead and bring me in to get ready for his retirement. So, you know, it's all those... Um, thinking that there's a job hunting system is the, the mistake most people make. And I did myself years ago. I assumed that I could put my resume out and it would find the job, but just assuming there's not a job. And it, the way it works is there's, at every company there's a table and every week management sits around that table and they look at on the wall and they say, here's a problem we have, here's an opportunity we have. Does anybody know somebody that could help us with that? That's what happens every week, and they say we don't want to get HR involved. That'll take us forever. Anybody know anybody? You know, and so there's one little guy, one little guy with my plan who's been sharing his plan, and somebody'll say, "Well, this guy came to see me. He had a plan. Didn't he have a resume? I think we want to look at a guy who carries a plan around with him." So, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's you know, people just have who don't know business don't realize that decisions for hiring aren't made in the hr department and um so
0: no absolutely no absolutely not i mean in fact you know yeah you know a hiring manager gives his issue he outsources his problem to hr right it's just one more thing on their plate
1: yep yep
0: and any executive who thinks hr is going to give him 100 percent of their time and resources to fill the position that's going to help him get his bonus yeah. But right. not help them get theirs. Is has got, is got rocks <laughs> in their head. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's your team. It's, it's your team. Yeah. You know, always be recruiting. I mean, yep. always be having conversations.
1: Sure. Yeah. It's, so, uh, you know, every, uh, everything's simple, but it's not, it's not easy. And it's, it's hard. It's hard to do, you know, it's hard to get moving uh, for all of us. And, uh, uh, there's a, uh, uh, a little book called the three second Ru- the five second rule. Um, uh, and it's, a it's not about th- when you drop food on the ground, you have five seconds to pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a it's about a, a way to get going, a, a way to get motivated. I referenced it in my book and it's, uh, uh, and being in aerospace, this would mean something to you, the, the author of the book, uh, had written that she she had been clinically depressed for years and couldn't get going and had lost her job and everything, and uh, she was walking by the television one night and uh, she saw a, a rocket taking off and they she heard the countdown. She walked in and they said five, four, three, two, one, blast off. And she said, "That's what I need to do tomorrow morning." So the next day, her long story short, sorry, too late. But uh, she uh, uh, she the the news the. Ron went off, and instead of hitting the Sue's button, she counted five, four, three, two, one, blast off, and she took a physical step. And taking just that counting down and taking a physical step uh, will create momentum and get you moving on almost anything. But I would tell anybody who's having a hard time kind of getting going with their job search, five-second rule. It's a, there's a YouTube on it. There's all kind of stuff out there, but it's a really practical way that actually works to help people get moving on their career exploration next step. So,
0: you know, you work with a lot of executives inside Um, companies as well. And how are you telling them to, you know, look, you know, they don't have any openings right now. They don't have any positions, but you know, look, you don't know who's quitting tomorrow. You don't know who's getting hit by a bus tomorrow. Yep um how are you telling them to always be recruiting uh
1: yeah i mean there and that is you know there's a huge skill shortage out there too and um and it's a big deal of, of hiring the right people so i just uh you know i tell them to always be um you know going to networking meetings you know, all these actually they find most of their uh, most of the candidates at the association, the professional association meetings, attend all those. That's where you really find the people, and just uh, you know, reach out to your friends and ask them for the people they know. Rather than, um, I mean, you know, uh, I know your recruiter and recruiting works for a lot of folks, but I just think uh, it's just keeping your network active all the time because you're you, yourself, as you're saying. These executive jobs may not be there either. So,
0: yeah, no. Look, I'm always the uh, I'm always the solution of the last resort. Yeah, you call me up when all your when your you know your other <laughs> activities have failed to produce you know that which you need. Yeah, but you know. But then again, I'm like a you know my opinion is to a, a VP caliber, an executive VP or a president. It's like, hey, look, you know you you know it's your team. The you know, pro basketball is always recruiting. You know, they're always uh-huh. looking out for the next, next young star right. coming up that who's going to fill in the gaps. Should somebody get injured? And right. I think, well, well oiled companies do the, you know, do the same thing. They're, they're work training and they're, yeah, they're bringing up their, their talent and it's a never ending process.
1: Yeah, it is. And um, it's, you know, it's good to recruit from inside if you can, but sometimes it's good to bring in outside blood. But uh, And, you know, if you have have somebody that looks good, don't worry about a position. If you've got talent, you know, just uh, – of course, I'm, a, I'm in Alabama. I told you that I live in Birmingham. So uh, uh, we don't have the best football team this year, but we have a pretty good coach, and I think he's recruiting most all the time, whether he has a position open or not, for good players. So I, my deal is – Look for good players, no matter if they have the skill set right now or not, because it's the potential you hire, not the person. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are the you – know, you talk about a little bit in your book and on your website, you have six questions to ask yourself to get started on a successful career path. Mm-hmm. How does somebody – how does somebody, you know, they, they start to look inward and, you know, what should they be asking themselves when they're ready to start um, if they're ready to make a change, if they're just you know, that life's that life's junction, what what should they? What's the inward conversation they need to be having in their head?
1: Yeah, yeah. The first one uh, would be the real question about what um, yeah, the question is. You know, who who am I? You know, what are my skills and values? And just take some time to think about that. Uh, you know, it's not something you can do in a day or two, but I'd say. Uh, take a take a Saturday and just go and uh, get something that gives you a structured way of saying you know if I look at the four or five things I've accomplished in the past year, what were those skills and abilities that I just I just did like I was breathing? It was just so easy for me. Write that down and then think about what you love to be around and what your the language is and the interest and all and. Uh, sketch out something there and just think about if I could work for any company or organization, what would it be? And why would I want to work for that? Cause once you, and then take all that and just put it into something real simple that you can share with people. And sometimes you don't really need to share it with them. Once you get it clear in your mind, your vision clear, then, uh, you know, God or providence or whatever you call it, steps in for the guy that's, you know, got a, a plan and a prayer and, and don't work alone and just go out there and ask people for advice but if you're never asked about a job opening that's the main key to doing job searches people know you're looking for work but never asked um do you know somebody that's hiring do you know anybody got an opening because when you do that the next time you see them you ask them to do something that's impossible to find you a job and they feel bad And they see you the next time. They feel embarrassed. They don't really want to talk with you. But if you'll just ask for advice, Mm -hmm. then uh, people people really seldom get asked for advice anymore. So just ask them what they think about your plan. And that's the simplest and quickest way to find your next career is have a plan because people will adjust your plan for you, but they can't adjust something that doesn't exist. So that's my big thing is have a have a real short little summary of uh, what you'd like to have and share it with a few folks and um, they'll lead you to your, your next perfect fit for now. Keep, yeah. up, keep moving. Yeah, and that's so, going you to- know,
0: yeah. Obviously you've written a couple of good books on the subject. There's, yeah, you had mentioned you worked uh, with the author of uh, what, what color is your parachute, which mm-hmm. is a book I used way 20 oh, years ago. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I was coming out of the Navy, I, uh, I read that book pretty thoroughly during the year transition. Yeah, But, um, you know, so it seems like there's a lot of books, a lot of resources. At what point should someone say, hey, I really need a a career counselor to help me, you know, guide through this? Is there a point where it comes? It's like, hey, look, you know, you really need to bring in a career counselor to to Mm -hmm. help guide you?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think if you've, if you tried, if you tried several things and you're, and you're getting blocked, and uh, you're real frustrated because you're, you won't be able to do anything if you're frustrated. But, uh, you yeah, know, so whenever you feel like you're just, um, you know, at your wit's end, uh, but before I get a career counselor, I would find a buddy <laughs> and talk with him first. And, uh, you, know, be some, you know, but now if you because sometimes people don't have a clue of what they want. I mean, really, truly. If you said, "What do you like to do?" They've been so frustrated so long and got really a bit depressed or burned out. That's when it's dangerous because you really don't think very clearly. And that's when I would see a career coach or career counselor when you're, you know, where you really can't think. and And I have met several people here lately who have, who are actually there as, as you mentioned that I thought about it. Who were uh, they? They really couldn't. Uh, and I had to, I actually sent them to do some emotional counseling before they came and work with me. But when you ever you just are so frustrated, you can't think and, you know, find a professional to see if they can help you because you can, you know, I do some psychological assessments and things with people who are at that point sometime who really need to look inside and see what their subconscious says is about what, who they are and what their interests and skills and gifts and values are and that is helpful for some people when they really get at a low, low point. Or if I was with a company, I'd be, I'd be taking all those things. HR gives you all the personality tests, all that. Cause self-awareness is actually the key to staying healthy in your career.
0: So. Yeah. I, I, I find it funny. I take, yeah, I've taken a couple of the, uh, you know, the personality assessments and uh, right. it, it, it's scary how accurate it's scary. Yep. How accurate they are. <laughs> Right. Uh, whoa! Yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. So yeah. Uh, so your book is uh, the white shirt. Find your peaceful and life giving career at any stage. Uh-huh. How do uh, how do people find you? They yeah, you know, your book is on your website and on Amazon. How do how do mm-hmm. people find you? Uh, if they want to yeah. reach out.
1: Uh, well, my website is uh, Michael Alan Tate and Allen's A L A N, Tate dot com. Uh and that's my that's my website, my email and all the information's on that. The other for the book is is whiteshirtbook.com. You can see there and if you go to Whiteshirtbook.com or my website and go to the Whiteshirt Book website, there's a free gift there for anybody that listens to the podcast. It's actually it's actually a workbook that you can use to start working on your next career plan. And you can download it there. There's a quiz there about how to what your career direction should be, and some tools, and uh, there that are free for anybody, anybody who are listening to this podcast. They'll just refer to this podcast, and you'll be able to download that book on whiteshirtbook.com. So awesome!
0: Yeah, and Mike, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on today. I look forward to what, when's your
1: next book coming out? Uh, next book will be out uh, end of January next year, and uh, it's the second book in the White Shirt series. It's called Roll Up Your Sleeves. It's a leader's guides to change and transition. And so it's uh, another parable. It'll be out then and we'll let the viewers know about that. Maybe get back on your show and tell you about that book next time, Craig. (laughs) Look forward
0: to it. Look forward forward to having you on again, too, as we, we go through this. So thanks for coming on today.
1: Well, thanks so much. It's been an honor. Appreciate it, Craig.